So I'm not gonna say welcome to the city, gents, because I'm kind of please don't. Please don't. Listen, I'm kind of, I'm kind of frustrated with that. I was listening to some past episodes and was like, man, I'm kind of over saying I gotta say something else. So that cookie cutter. Welcome to a new episode of the city, gents. <laughs> so, so I'm gonna start off by saying hello there. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, well, you do have the city, gents. But it's not welcome to a new episode. Santiago and I come to bring you some information that we've been holding back for ourselves and for you all. Now it's time to bring it to y'all. I don't know, Pat. You finish it off, man. I'm not starting today. <laughs> I mean, you done already started, but, you know, we, <laughs> you know semantics. Uh, so, you know, we want to thank everybody who's been, you know, Laurel listeners you know, to this extent and to this point, you know, sharing and, you know, word of mouth. We appreciate all of y'all. You know, just y'all know how I am. I'm a straight shooter. So pretty much this is going to be our last episode. We don't know if it's for good or it's just a hiatus. But, you know, there's a lot of factors that came into it, mostly positive ones, you know, between, you know, our third co- our third co-host, uh, Craig Mack, not really being able to been on because of all the success that's currently happened in his life some things that's going on with myself, you know, with photography, my clothing line, you know, as some of you may know, I'm a part of a bachata team out here in Virginia Beach. And if you're in the Hampton Roads area, like I said before, Bachata Villa, some great instructor instructors, you know, they teach a beginner, intermediate and advanced level of bachata, as well as the same levels for salsa. You know, it, it wasn't an easy decision and, you know, I'm not gonna, you know, draw this out, but I'm gonna be 100 with y'all. You know, when you put a lot of work and effort into things, you know, sometimes it just doesn't work out the way you need to. Doesn't necessarily mean that you failed. Just, you know, you come back when you can. And like I said, m- majority of the reason why we're taking a hiatus, it might be permanent. We are not entirely sure just yet, but we just have a lot going on and we cannot dedicate the amount of time that we think is appropriate in order to expand our platform on here. So we're just going to do what we feel is fair to our viewers, our listeners, and let them know that we're just, you know, we're going to take different paths. You know, part of it was just, you know, while there were some that were very diligent about word of mouth and sharing and, you know, diligent about, you know, letting us, you know, you know, getting us out there. We just didn't see that it was, uh, you know, beneficial to continue to go on for the amount of viewerships that was happening as our topics improved and matured, I think. You know, unfortunately, I guess, which makes no sense to me, but I digress, you know, our uh, viewership went down. You know, it was a little weird, um, but we continue to make the content that we do. And like I said, it's it's not a, like a forever goodbye just yet. We're just, you know, going to pursue some other endeavors that, um, that we believe needs to uh, be dedicated towards our time. Yeah, I think... For a while, we were very much, you know, I appreciate you letting me, uh, you know, tell my part of it, too. Uh, I know that Mr. Mack couldn't be here. Craig Mack couldn't be here today. Like Santiago was saying, he's been doing a lot of his own adventures, et cetera. I'm sure you all hear about him at some point, if you know us personally. However, with Santiago having things going, Mr. Mac having things going, I got a lot of things that as well going on um, behind the scenes. Um, not going to talk about too much of it. 
<laughs> uh, Santiago knows some of the things I got going on too. So I mean, let them know a little something. Be, yeah, it's, that's it's true. good to that's share true. some that's, stuff. That's, that's, that's you true. don't have to go into. I didn't go into detail. Yeah. You don't need to know the numbers and all that. <laughs> that's but true. Share a little bit yeah. about what your progress. You know, it could motivate yeah. somebody. That's very true. So for me, um, I've been picking up a lot more um, talking engagements uh, and doing some camps and stuff like that uh, for like youth also got some stuff going on with some app stuff that i'm not gonna get into details y'all see it y'all gonna see it on social media i can't (laughs) Uh, as well as uh as my time is conduced from my own personal life to work to everything other ventures i got going on other ventures that y'all got going on and mr matt it it was a hard decision i mean we kept going back and forth about it we kept saying like, I don't want to say we're making excuses to continue, but we were like, hey man, like we think this can be fruitful. We think this this can benefit so many others, and it did benefit people. We did hear a lot of people that wanted us to continue to to talk, et cetera. But then when it really came down to it, it it was the best decision. It doesn't mean that we're gonna be completely like done. It doesn't mean that we won't be. You know, for right now. This is not goodbye. It's more so see you later, you know, or you'll hear our voices later, <laughs> whichever one. Yeah. Uh, but for us, it was it was a hard decision. You know, when we thought about the time that we were putting into the podcast, the time we were putting into the YouTube, the editing, um, the promotions, the the conversations that we were having. I mean, I mean the conversation we was having with everyone else, we had some support, um, a decent amount. And then we noticed some of that started to decrease. And when that decrease occurred, it made us question what was going on. So we put more more information out there, like our topics, Uh, we changed them up. Not only did we change up our topic, we started doing advertisements even more so in our personal lives from Santiago going on um, a a couple engagements, you know, shouting out the podcast, myself. I know Craig Mack was uh, doing a lot as well but we noticed like the support was there but it wasn't there and we had to realize like that doesn't mean that it was a bad episodes that doesn't mean it was a bad podcast it was a good podcast but we knew that we didn't want to continue to dedicate this time right now when we have so much going on that doesn't mean that the people that still have it listeners uh, you can always send us still emails. We may pop up randomly. Y'all may hear us like randomly pop up randomly. It may be months, weeks, you know, years, but we may just pop up randomly if y'all send us some more stuff. Uh, we will make some time like that, but we cannot consistently keep making time weekly. Um, we were dropping episodes almost every other day at one point. Can't keep doing that at this point, you know? Yeah. And just keeping it a band, y'all know by my level of transparency, I don't be, uh, like I said, straight shooter. Um, uh, and I'll end this and then we can get into the episode. Um, pretty much it's like when you when you really take the time to really, you know, formulate different ideas and perspectives that can help a new guy, help people. And you only get six, seven, eight views on a video. I mean, I mean, that speaks for itself. You know, people are quick to like support celebrities and everything else. But when it comes and it's not necessarily a negative thing, it's just what happens. 
And we understood that we were going to keep doing this until it ran its course. And we feel like at the time right now, it has. It was a great run. We, we covered a lot of things. We had a lot of good times, good moments, you know, debates and everything. Um, so it's not like a failure type thing. I definitely want to make sure I get whatever, if that's in the air, it's not what it is. But at the same time, it, it, it's definitely crazy when you're looking at six views after three weeks of posting something you're, you know, consistently posting. Mm-hmm. And you it wasn't like that in the beginning. It could be people, you know, got tired, they got bored, they, or it could be like, you know, not comparison to Empire, because I thought that show was trash after the first season. But, you know, how you went to Empire and everybody was dedicated to that show for the first, maybe second season, and then you missed the episode and you never went back. Could have yeah. been something simple like that. Sometimes it's just always, it, it really ain't always that deep. You feel me? You know, at the same time, though, the time that we were spending, like he said, to do everything else when I could dedicate that to my couple business ventures that I know are fruitful and how I have an outcome that I think is desirable for the work that I've been in. I'm going to, I'm an adaptable person. Uh, Jay Vaughn's adaptable person, Craig Matt's adaptable person. So if we see something isn't working anymore, we're not gonna continue to put all our eggs in that basket. We're gonna, you know, diversify, you know, our time. In order to do that, we can't continue to do this. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's interesting that when we, I'm being, I'm going to be sensitive to the matter only because I don't know. I can't, I can't assume, but I know, I do understand that people like Santiago said, people get busy, things have changed. People are starting to be able to go outside and stuff like that. But when we went from, we seen episodes and we were talking about some nonsense, some very inappropriate things, some very like things where we were like, you know, mentally not saying that we were immature, but that thought process, we was like, man, these views are going up when we being toxic. But when we started talking about more things that had to do with success, holding people accountable, we noticed that our views changed. And that's what was interesting about it too. We looked at our numbers. Yeah, because at the end of the day, people just don't want to be held accountable. They want to hold on. And this isn't true for everybody. It's not fair to put, when I say people, I mean the people that this fits. Like I've always said, if it don't fit, don't worry about it. You ain't shouldn't be mad because I ain't talking about you. But people uh, who this fits for love toxicity, even though they say that they want something that's pure, pure of heart or great. They get bored with that. You know, it could be several different reasons. Like we said on several different podcasts, you know, people that are raised on survival, whatever it be. But they're quick to support celebrities who don't give a damn about them. Um, but you know, when it comes to, you know, different stuff. And this is true for a lot of people. I see just on social media when it comes to somebody saying, I got a job versus I started a business. Mm. You you got people who want to haggle on prices on a business. You, and we talked about this on a previous episode, so I won't dive too much into it. But you got people that want to haggle on the prices. People want to want to complain. People think the customer service is supposed to be A1 all the time. Whoever said the customer all, all is right. I just want to have a few conversations with them. I just I just want to talk to them right quick because that's a bunch of BS. <laughs> but it really is. But we thank you. And um, we're going to get into this episode now because I don't want to keep beating a dead horse. We want to thank the ones who have been loyal su- supporters. You know, Dominique has listened to like every episode uh, since the beginning. Even the trash runs where we clap into like 
stop recording <laughs> and stuff, bro. So shout out to her. That's the only one I know that's consistently. I'm sure there's other people. I'm not trying to like leave people out. I know even my uh, friend Lizette, she was sharing, a, sharing, you know, the word of mouth and stuff at the beginning, you know, listening and providing us feedback. So shout out to her as well. You know, and just uh, a few more people, even Craig Mack. Craig Mack did what he could to be on, um, but he just has a lot going on. So I do want to make sure that I give the people who who have been diligent about listening uh, and Sheree, too, who have been diligent about listening and, you know, word of mouth. But it just it's not fruitful for us to continue right now. So let's get into this episode again. I appreciate everyone as well. It's been it's been a journey and I'm helped hopeful excuse me that you all get to listen to our journey i mean it's gonna be some episodes that y'all see that may disappear from from oh no they're gonna disappear bro we (laughs) (laughs) so y'all y'all gonna see see some episodes that y'all be like wait where is this episode at and so the people that that are loyal and been listening for a while y'all y'all will know and notice some episodes that's gonna be missing but let's get into the episode of how do we manage like yo the time bro like i think that's a good topic that's what we we talking about like managing our time and knowing how to use your time for things that are fruitful and beneficial to yourself your journey um and even what thing how do you balance that out man i know that you it's been a growing thing for yourself of balancing out your time um it's perfect example with this podcast we have to figure out what what was good and what wasn't yeah for me it, um and this was why we we spent weeks contemplating whether to continue or not it, it was because my time is is very limited like i still do have a lot of time i do so i do need to still work on how to utilize the time i have effectively you know for some reason i don't know what happened but like over the last couple of weeks I don't, I suck into, I sunk into this like negative, like loop from a mental space and pretty much bro, just had like almost a borderline breakdown. Like last night, like I had to reach out to, and you know me, bro, I don't be reaching out to nobody. I just take my stuff on the chin and I keep it moving. Like I could, you know, witness a death or something like that six hours ago and be at work and nobody would know the difference. That's just who I am. And I'm sure there's other people like that. Um, I don't like, I'm, I'm still working on that with myself, but I don't like letting people in. I don't like being vulnerable with people, but it's not I'm not no macho thing or nothing. It's not that deep. It's just that people do have, like I've said before, I ha- that I've tried to be, ha- have shown they ass, so to speak. So ass is going to make me, like, let me just figure this out on my own and ask for help when I absolutely believe I need it. You feel me? And with that, um, I wasn't using my time appropriately. So like some things were falling by the white side. A lot of y'all know that I'm studying to get my series sevens um, and uh, series six, series seven certifications and stuff like that. I stopped studying. Um, I had the time to, I could say, oh, because I have two jobs, I've got my businesses, I'm on this team, I'm doing this and that. But I had the time to, I was only sleeping like four or five hours a night, sometimes six. So I had the time to study. I just wasn't utilizing it. And I feel like, we all fall into that into some degree, you know, some very uh, subtly and some very uh, severely. We fall into that negative loop where, you know, you have stuff to do, but you just don't want to do it like it's hard to get started. And that's just with anything. So 
for me, it was to get started. I started running again. Um, I started working out again. You know, I'm back to benching 260, you know, slight flex there. <laughs> but, uh, you know, stuff like that, man, it's just, it, it has been, it's been an interesting experience, just like figuring out different things that you still have to work on from your own perspective in order to be the man or woman that you're trying to be. And the biggest thing for anybody going through whatever you're going through is not to be hard on yourself. Yeah. I mean, that's a good point, man. I think from just me knowing you personally, it makes a lot of sense. You know, from a time management standpoint, I always used to think like, man, like when you're growing up, you want to grow up so quick and you, mm-hmm. your parents always tell you so, so often don't grow up too quick. And you're like, man, I want to be grown. I want right. to be y'all keep telling me not to grow up, but y'all get to stay up past nine o'clock in the evening right. and do what you want. Not knowing right. there's a whole other side to it. Y'all drinking, sinning, doing, yeah. <laughs> or doing your own thing. Right. You devils. <laughs> but, but, you know, it's crazy because when you get older, we realize just, you know, what Santiago was just saying, like something I didn't realize, I, I would sometimes say, not all the time, but I, I noticed I would catch myself often saying things such as there's not enough time in a day. There is. And Santiago just said like there, he did have time, but it's like, your time has to be intentional. Cause I know for me at one point, I was very much like struggling with my time. Like in a sense, I would be like, okay, well, I'm going to dedicate this, this and that towards your job, but you're not dedicating that towards yourself and your self growth. You, you care more about your job's time and you being on time for them, but you're not even being on time for yourself. You know, and that's what my struggle was at one point. I was I was struggling, like I, I would put time into, I can make it to the bar with my friends. I can make it, you know, play a video game. I can make it where I'm conversating with people that's not even fruitful for my, for my life, girls, guys too, you know? And so it's like, I was struggling um, with that. Uh, interesting enough, you know, uh, not too long ago when Santiago was in, in town, you know, it was one of those situations where I was, I was so overwhelmed that, you know, I didn't even communicate. I didn't necessarily communicate that with him. Like, man, like, bro, I'm a been in a weird mental space. And so in that situation, as we talked, I was starting to figure out that he was in a weird mental space too. But I, I was so far in my own mental space that I was starting to take out my frustrations out on him or the people, et cetera. And when you get to that point, you need to evaluate your time. What, what things are you doing to protect your own mental health? I think oftentimes it's so easy to uh, just be so self-centered and be busy, but not actually be busy with health, self-development. <laughs> And that's been my problem, like, over the past, like, couple months. Like, I've been so exhausted mentally that I haven't even, I was like, what am I doing to help myself mentally? So that's what I encourage a lot of people to do. Like, Santiago was just saying about the time. Utilize your time, organize it. We all have a cell phone. We all have things like that. Uh, Start using a calendar. Start getting a planner book. I mean, I had to really start using, like, a whiteboard because I was... I mean, it just happened recently. Like, I wasn't even going to the gym. Y'all know I've been preaching about going to the gym. Man, you weren't going to the (laughs) gym, my guy. (laughs) So, you know, I'm I'm just saying. (laughs) Shaking my head, bro. And they say they're your boys. Don't even be going to the gym. 
I've been slipping, man. I my time is again not using your time wisely, and and that's really what our episode is about today. Using your time wisely, and how how can you sometimes eliminate things that they could be good, but are they needed right now? Exactly, exactly. And um, you know, shout out to all the mothers, you know, the wives, the fiancés, the baby mamas <laughs> who have kids. Shout out to all of y'all. Um, the ones who are not making their baby daddy's lives hell. Only y'all, the queens. If you got a problem with me, come on our next episode. <laughs> we ain't got one though. Hey, and don't be out here saying it, it when it's Father's Day that you the father. Yeah, like, as a woman, don't <laughs> bruh, go say that, man. Bro, that'd be I, it. Shouldn't irk me because people can say what they want. You know, they adults. They could. You know, they're entitled to. But that. It's just happy mothers and, and fathers say, if you don't shut your old bitter ass up and go to therapy, talk about some happy mothers and fathers that you sound so stupid. Yeah, you can't do that. You no, can't no, no, no. do that. Like you chose to lay down with whoever you lay down and let, you know, buddy shoot up the club. So that's on you too, just as much as it's on him. You can't change. People be ready to get a kid thinking that's going to change a, the situation. Wasting and I'm time. only talking about to yeah, it's wasting time. I'm only talking about the people that the supplies to because I know for sure there's aspects of how people bore children that necessarily weren't it, it just it, it was under different circumstances, is how I will put it. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is only to the ones who it supplies to. People don't change. Having a kid is not gonna make somebody change. You're wasting your time. You, you, you're bringing up another life that didn't choose to be here. Like that, that irks me when I see on both sides. Well, you, he was doing this before you decide to let him to have unprotected sex, or she was doing this before you try to have unprotected sex with her. And then you shoot up the club, but you let him shoot up the club. And then you surprise when they the same person that they were. The Pookie and Ray Reyes. Exactly, <laughs> bruh. So it's just wild to me. Like, you can see the red flags and I'm guilty of it too. I'm not, you know, we've all at some point have ignored red flags and it's like, that's not what it is. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But again, that's just comes with, you know, valuing your time and you can get your money, Brad, your bread and all that. You can always make all that back. I don't really trip too hard about losing money, but I don't like, nobody likes losing money, but I don't trip too hard. It's when you lose my, you know, waste my time that I go from zero to a hundred. Yeah, I think that's the biggest, the biggest thing right there. Like you said, when when you put in time into things, but I, I I know from personal experience, like you just said, like I've wasted time myself on people that I'm like, man, uh, I know this ain't gonna go nowhere, but uh, this is a little bit of good action right now. It's good conversation, or it's a good this. Like you make excuses when you know that you are wasting your time and someone else's. Yeah. It's, and the worst it, thing about it is like when these people get out here get get pregnant by them situations like because you want to just have instant gratification. And that's and that's what it comes down come down to, bro. Like, like this is gonna be an episode where I'm gonna be 100 the whole on my wisdom. I'm gonna be completely transparent, like all the way. Like, that, bro. Like honestly, man, I should have been a father at least like three times over. <laughs> and you know who you know yeah, who I'm talking yeah. about. <laughs> but you know. This man was shooting up the club. Yeah, I was being <laughs> stupid. So when I say stuff, it's because I've been there. Like I know what it is like to be to 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 think, you know, in the moment versus the outcome. And that's what a lot of us do. 
that instant gratification. We can keep blaming social media and stuff like that, but we are social media. Yep. We we can keep blaming society, but we are society. All of that, it's us. We we have the ability to either change or keep going, keep going the trajectory that we are. And right now, I, for me, I'm just like, yo, we just become so sensitive as a country. True. Just as a people. Like, you can't have anybody with a different opinion without calling them, you, you call a black male being, being masculine toxic. You 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 call anybody who doesn't think of you a snowflake or you or let's see what does the what does the left call them bigots, right calls them snowflakes, left calls them busy, yo like, man, it, it's just crazy to see how dysfunctional we are. Like America is that auntie at a cookout that's in everybody else's business. Meanwhile, she's sleeping with the preacher's. Uh, uh, with the preacher's wife, husband, uh, she, uh, her, her one kid is strung out on drugs, and then another one is in and out of prison with three kids yep. and two different baby mamas. But she and everybody else's business at the cookout, telling everybody else, and and that's where we're at. I think there's a lot of great things about this country, um, when it comes to utilizing your time and stuff. But I feel we, as a people, and when I say people, Americans, not necessarily black people or minorities we as Americans just let anything divide us. Yeah. Anything. And that's just such a, just not an effective use of time. Because at the end of the day, you are getting back and forth with another adult on social media or whatever platform you might be on to do what? You wasted your time that you could have dedicated to anything else. It don't got to be that deep. It could be just simply just your own, your own meditation and stuff like that you dedicated time to all you could have dedicated that but you arguing with somebody on social media because they have a different opinion of you yeah i mean and that's the that's the hard thing about it because i get that we all have bad days kind of like i was just mentioning like in a, in a situation like we have bad days but the problem becomes that we take those bad days um and not actually see that like we could also be the problem too yeah, and, and then we'll we'll go and be like do 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 like internet thugs, and and so you spent Twitter all this <laughs> you spent all this time arguing with some stranger, but they at the end of the day y'all both y'all probably won't ever meet. You know, it's a few times y'all may see each other, but and not even know it. But y'all don't spent this time arguing, but y'all both was doing the same thing, wasting time, slow slow. Uh, Jesus, can't talk. Scrolling through the gram or on Facebook, reading all the comments, like everybody stop being sensitive. Not only stop being sensitive, but stop feeling like everything someone says is offensive. Yeah, everything just because somebody doesn't agree with you doesn't make it offensive. Get off your high horse, you are not special. Y'all know how I feel. If everybody's special, nobody is. And I'm gonna say that every time because it's just the truth. People have to have the opportunity and the potential to be extraordinary in their own specific realm, but you just telling somebody that they're this or that without, and I'm not talking about kids because I ain't trying to get into that again, but I'm talking about specifically when it comes to adulthood, if you keep telling everybody that they're special, but they're not contributing anything to society, they're going to think that their value, they're going to overestimate their value. Yep. But every but the crazy thing is, if you're honest with somebody who's like, you're not really doing anything with your life. What do you want to do? 
and you take the time to get to know them, you might unlock something and they might be able to figure out something that we need, whether it be a service that we need provided, a disease cured or whatever, but you're not doing anybody any favors by saying, oh, you're fine where you at. You're good where you at. You're not doing them any favors by lying to them. Yep. Now, you can't, oh, go ahead. I was agreeing with you. I was like, yep. Like you can, you can be there and be empathetic to somebody's situation. Like let, let's say if somebody's on the, for instance, here, here's a good one, weight, weight loss journey right? Somebody's starting their weight loss journey. Like, shout out to Lizzo. I've been seeing like she's trying to lose weight, right? Um, and I'm going to get to Adele in a second um, to, to finish off my thought with this. But, you know, uh, Lizzo's been losing weight because we we want to have this acceptance that if, if you're cool with how your body looks and it's within a relatively healthy range and this goes for men and women, who am I to say anything? Because just because you're skinny doesn't mean you're healthy. You could have high blood pressure and all that type of stuff and still be skinny because you just have a high metabolism. You know, some people are big because they're, you know, thyroid disorders or different disorders, depression and all types of stuff that, you know, that's cumulative. But we got into such a point in society that we're saying like obesity is okay and that's not. It's just not. And Lizzo is taking her own journey, realizing like even people are saying like, look, it's cool if you're comfortable where you're at, but you're not healthy where you're at. And I've been seeing her, you know, work out. She's been grinding. She looks good. She looks good. She, she, she's doing whatever she wants to do for her. But I still see people in the comment section even discrediting somebody trying to better their lives. And I'm not talking about for men. I've seen comments from women. You shouldn't change yourself for a man. It ain't that deep. What if she realized she went to the doctor and the doctor was like, yo, you got to lose 50 pounds or you could die in two years. And y'all over here, oh, be happy who you are. What if she is and realize who she is isn't who she no longer wants to be? Same thing with Adele. Adele decided to take her own weight loss journey. She lost a lot of weight for presumably from what I've noticed and from what I read and what I know for herself. And people still had a problem with it. Oh, you're, you're, you're trying to hear to these certain beauty standards of the Western coat. Yo, shut up. Somebody who was, you know, really overweight, who looked at themselves in the mirror and said, I don't like the way they look. I want to change this for me. So that's, that's the people I think are toxic. The people that think everything is so deep and profound and this, this deep moving meaning and people are doing stuff for other people is not that deep. It isn't. And, um, and I've seen like, you know, we talked about them switch gears just a bit with like Kevin Samuels. These are women who, as feminists suggest, and anybody on paper should support feminism, feminism equality, right? Who wouldn't want that? Right. Yeah. Anybody to support that. And I'm going on because I want to cover everything on this last episode. But when it comes to Cameron Samuels, do I do I agree with everything he says? Do I think all of it? He says some things in absolute. Yeah, uh, he do. And I don't agree with everything he says. But at the end of the day, he has what he's 50 something. So he has roughly 20 something more years of life experiences than I do as an image consultant, 
yet I see in the comment section, again, these women are voluntarily making their choice because they're in America and can make those choices, unlike a lot of other countries where women are still forced to do different things, like in Saudi Arabia, they just were allowed to drive and get a driver's license. Women in America could at least make the choice to go onto his live stream and have a debate. And I've seen him just match the energy that he's given. If the person comes on and he talks to the man the same way, that's one thing I, I don't understand why they act like he only talks to. He talks to men the exact same way. The exact same way. So in closing, my point is a lot of people own, um, when it comes to this whole like softness and this whole like trying to really, oh, I'm open minded. You're not open minded. And when I'm saying you, I'm generalizing you're not open-minded. You're open-minded to a perspective that currently fits your narrative, not one that forces you to think outside the box. And Kevin Samuels, a lot of what he says forces people to think outside of the social construct and the social norm that's been created. Hmm. And I've seen him, I've seen multiple comments about marriages that were saved. The most recent thing I saw on his IG page was um, um somebody who was seven years separated from the father of her children and you know she listened to kevin samuels every day and she said how much that changed her perspective on a lot of different things and they're working it out and people like to say that he's angry with black women he doesn't like black women and so that's not the case because a lot of what he says is just to help black people but meanwhile, but meanwhile, and then Lizzo, she's doing stuff for her. She has a platform for herself, so she's getting healthy for her. So a lot of these, you know, African-Americans, you know, Black, you know, whatever terminology that you decide to use, there's a lot that use their platform for good. But we want to steady follow people who are doing nothing but really destroying us, i.e. Cardi B. She should be in jail. Deshaun Watson, quote unquote, did or didn't do all this stuff with multiple women. Everybody's up in arms about why he's not arrested. Meanwhile, Cardi B admits on multiple interviews that she missed a drug and robbing men. And everybody's like, she had to survive. So that's what I meant. Our, our way of thinking as a people in America specifically, and I know I've gone a long winded here, specifically, when it comes to America, our way of thinking is so warped. That's interesting because, like you said earlier, you touched on a point that I was going to make. This is one of the only countries that you can do this. I mean, it's one of the only countries that you can get this wealthy off like just pure nonsense and toxic. Because, I mean, other countries, you'll either be in jail for embarrassing yourself, especially other countries, how they look at it, like, the, the culture standards are different. They, they have a higher bar. So, mm. I mean, I've seen people get ar arrested for doing things like in other countries that we do here all the time. Germany, they don't really, they, everything, the, the, the law that they passed with the hate speech, you can't say a lot anymore without going to jail. Right. And, and so I know that it's easy to say that this is a part of, this just the way of life. It is, but you have to think of it like, can you hold yourself at a different standard than, than what everybody else does? And I think that's what it comes down to is that you have to have enough belief, put enough time into yourself to say like, look, I don't wanna do this. Like, for example, if if you're the same person that's 
like you said, Cardi B or some of these other artists who who's talking about and actresses as well. Yeah. I mean, like Johnny Johnny Depp's wife. Like it was a lot of things where they they never heard. Yeah, they railroaded Johnny Depp. He was kicked off sets and everything else. And then it comes to find out she was actually the abuser. So so what is that about? And I mean, I, I'm not just criticizing women at this point, but I'm also criticizing the way that society has made things where where we look at one individual, but we don't even know the facts either. We put so much time mm. into social media. Mm. We put so much time into like hearing what we want to hear instead of actually taking some time to be like, okay, well, I don't know what's going on. Let me step back. We're involved in everybody else's lives, but our own. It's like almost like a fantasy world. You will get so involved in, I mean, think of Jerry Springer. People used to watch that type of stuff all the time, but I'm just like, you had the same problems at home. And yeah. Not even helping the problems, but you consistently putting this stuff in your brain is poison. It is. But America has, you know, I'm not trying to consider criticize everything in America because I mean Yeah, because it's a great country. But it's things that when you look at the things that we put in our time into, things we put in our energy into, the things that our brain has started to warp and almost look at it, everything that's negative is almost positive and putting a positive spin on it, that's not cool. It's not yeah. cool for people to be in domestic violence. I just seen a uh, something recently where, and I mean, I don't, I know there's more to it, but I seen something recently where a man was trying to catch his wife cheating, right? So yeah. he had put a video camera in his own house, but then he was sentenced, he sentenced to 90 something days in jail because he video recorded his own wife in his own house just to catch her cheating because he wanted to get a divorce. But she was still able to get him to go to jail for it, which is crazy to me. And and that's um that's that type of stuff, and I'm gonna get a little deep with that too. So that type of stuff, along with uh women who falsely accuse of sexual assault and nothing happens to them, and and you know, a couple other things is why I don't really support feminism. Be because a lot of them are I support the idea, obviously, but I don't support them because a lot of a lot of a lot of what the uh, a lot of when that happens, when that type of stuff happens, the same people on my f- social media platforms are quiet about that. Mm. I don't see them advocating for men. I don't see them marching for little boys or anything like that. Um, who who are going to different things or whatever. I, I, but the second something happens with a woman. It's see, it's the patriarchy down with the patriarchy, but shut up. Mm. And what I'm realized, and it's not with everyone, because there are some feminists who I'm like, yo, I could dig this. They're very rational. They're, 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 they're for equality. And what I mean by for equality, they're for equality. So, you know, there's a few that I know, and maybe this is where I need to change the people or the scope of people that I see or interact with. It partially could be on me as well. I recognize that, but there's a few that no matter what, they're like, no, this girl needs to be in jail. And then you'll have other people like, no, for years, guys have been contributing to a rape culture and blah, 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 and all this. And it's like, well, what they're, they're telling this has nothing to do with what they're saying they're saying that this woman lied and she ruined two people's lives for instance the woman who lied uh, i was just reading this the other day 
um, I don't know exactly the time frame when this happened, but this woman went into the bathroom with two football players. Um, and, you know, she came out and her crush was coming down the hallway. Mm-hmm. I mean, you come out with, I mean, what, what does it look? So she goes and tells him because she didn't want him to not like her anymore that she was sexually assaulted. You know, yes, yes, this is a true story Um, that she was sexually assaulted. Two years went by or whatever the case. And she finally admitted that she lied to the whole thing and why she lied. And I yet I still see in the comments. So confused. No accountability. So pretty much she went in. She had a threesome in a bathroom with two football players. She's coming out after they got finished. Her crush, they're at a party. So her crush, the person that she really is or into, is walking down the hallway as she sees them coming out of the bath. As as, the, as both of them are come, all three of them are coming out of the bathroom. So, you know, he looks, doesn't really say anything. But later, I don't know if that was that night or the next day, she confides in him and says that she was sexually assaulted. Amber heard they got her on recording video of initiating a lot of fights silence there so for me what i'm gathering going off the evidence equality only matters when it's beneficial to someone and this goes for guys and women and men but especially for a a lot of what i'm seeing on this this radicalized side and why i want to specify radicalized because i don't think feminism on paper is bad but this radicalized side that men are just the evil these evil beings is just ridiculous this is in Saudi Arabia. Um, yes, we do have a problem with you know some people that are getting away with sexual assaults, but that's not because they're men. That's their status. It's yeah, their it's status. Totally different. Totally it's their different. status. It's not just because they're men, because there's several minority men that yo, <laughs> they in jail. 20 years, boom. I don't want to hear nothing from you. But when you look at situations like Brock Turner and all that, it's their status. It's the stuff behind it. It's not specifically to because they're men. So this notion that we've created specifically, again, I only can talk in a country that I live majority of my life in, America, that it's men that are doing all this. They are plenty of men that will go to back for women. So to have this notion that all men are evil and I see people like, I want to do this to man. I want to do that. I saw the girl um, who was pouring bleach and water on men at the train station who were men spreading. L- listen, we got balls. We need to spread our legs a little bit because it hurts. I've never um, heard this stuff, man. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, I try to, like, uh, I, you know how I am. Like, if I read one thing, I want to read this to confirm this. And that's what stumbles into me into this rabbit hole with different subjects. But anyways, and wrapping this up, because I don't want to talk too too much longer on this. Um, uh, yeah, so she, she was pouring water or bleach on men at the train station who were manspreading. This grown woman in, in a parliament here, in, I think it was parliament. Yeah, it was parliament. I don't know. I don't know where it was, but it was a government it was a government hearing. This is, this is an elected official. Elected official. <laughs> and they're talking. They're, they're having a conversation about a law that's being passed. This is not about women's bodies or anything like that. It's just just, just law, right? Mm-hmm. And she goes on a mic and says, there's a lot of mansplaining going on. 
What? What does that even mean? <laughs> First of all, that's not a word. Shut up. And, 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 and that's what essentially the guy said. He's like, you know what? He put her in the hot seat, which I thoroughly enjoy. What is mansplaining? He's like, explain that to me. If we're having a discussion about a law and what to pass, what is mansplaining? What are, what it is? Because I'm I'm naive. I'm I'm older. Obviously, he knew what it was, but he he put her in a hot seat. And she's like, well, it's just what the young people say when a man explains something. He's like, well, we're government and elected officials who are debating a law. So how about we keep that jargon where it needs to be? Because it was just highly unprofessional. He wasn't ridiculing her. They were having a discussion about an aspect of the law, and she felt like that was appropriate to say. Definitely wasn't appropriate in the context that you. Yeah, in in the in that context, maybe there's other ways where you think it. I still don't believe that word exists, but I digress. I never even heard. Of I have before. multiple times, not directed towards me, but of like I've heard people say that, and I'm like mansplaining. Oh, yeah, it's when a man explains something because he thinks he knows better. I was like, but what if he does know what he's talking about? Is that then still mansplaining? Well, no, it's just when, again, this all what I'm saying is we are sensitive as a nation. Definitely are. And I think <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that, man. Because I mean, I'm going to have to look into some of this. Uh, I guess I. Just haven't looked into. I've I've seen some of this stuff, but not that particular situ- those particular situations. And the the sad thing is, I'm not surprised. I'm not. And the thing is, is that when you get into the society where we've created a culture, not Santiago and I, but I'm talking about the society has created a culture. And actually. I'm wrong. It's not fully just society. A lot of this has to do with the media too. The media has a lot to do with like how people are divided, the news. I mean, we got either Fox News or CNN. And based off which one you watch, it's going to kind of persuade your your viewpoints on life, what's going on in the world, et cetera, mm-hmm. as well as like social media. So when you get to this point where some of these movements I've literally seen it start off as jokes and somebody took it ser- seriously and then moved it up the ladder even further. You know, we we have this society where some people just don't understand that everything doesn't have to be about a division. We all can have difference of opinion. That does not make that you're an idiot or you're, you're a bigot or you're a snowflake or you this word or that word, men's, you know, whatever. I'm like, I've never even heard of these terms, that, that term particularly, but I, I feel like it, these terms keep evolving. And, and next we're going to be calling somebody something else. And it's okay. Don't be upset about everything. You know what I think it is? And um, I was studying exactly, not just Hitler, because we always talk about Hitler when we talk about like division and how he was able to persuade people. But there was a was a couple guys before him that you know did mass murders you know um where a lot of africans lost their lives almost twice the amount i hear the complainer struggles or holocaust they were all terrible but one thing that i've seen with even that in the several french revolutions you know the you know stuff with england is what is being had what is happening now is they're conditioning us to be okay with public executions in the future. 
and people like, oh, no, that's Germanic. You overthink. No. In 1938, 39, Hitler started blaming Jews for a lot of stuff, right? Just, just simply saying stuff in speeches, similar to what occurs now. Oh, because this happened because the right did this. This happened because the left did that. Similar to that, right? So then you have, you, you let's go into the early 40s where they start persecuting the Jews. They start putting them in ghettos first. So now you're isolating them. And then they started persecuting them and killing them. And not just them, gypsies as well. And what is being happening now is now people get so up in arms without any evidence. There's no evidence. And they feel like court of public opinion matters. Nobody gives a damn about how you feel. What law was broken? That's how it goes. You can use emotion in a court of law, but you need facts behind it. And what I've noticed is that people are getting so conditioned to cancel people who think outside of them. They're, they'll force an apology from somebody and then say their apology is not sincere, which makes no sense to me at all. But that's what will happen. And eventually you're going to get so conditioned to people like now they're going to jail without even real evidence. And now you're happy about that. Or now this has happened. It's going to get to the point. It may not be in your and I lifetime, but maybe our children's lifetime, but they're just going to be car pull out a yeah. gun, pop, it's the execute somebody culture. on the street. It's that council culture. It's conditioning us to, um, to, to be okay with public executions because that's what's going to start happening. When you are so afraid of having somebody that has a different viewpoint on art, you are part of the problem and you shouldn't reproduce. And I, I hate saying that type of stuff, but I'm getting so frustrated seeing people, not people who are who are obviously racist or people who are obviously just radicalized, people who are really trying to like figure out where the divide is so they can come together. I see people who try to do that and then you have the people that are so set in their ways and I'm right, you're wrong type of mentality that don't allow that to happen. And so it makes me almost wonder at this point, and I, I, I would love to hear this from our listener and viewers, you know, even if we don't record another episode, I would love to hear, what do you think, how do we solve these problems? How do we, you know, even given suggestions on if you think Santiago and I are wrong about some of the things we didn't spread today. But for me, it's almost like we're kind of in a locked battle because we have so much divide. You know, we can continue to spread different messages and try to get people to see things. But until we respect somebody else's opinion and get to a, a even ground with that, this is going to continue. Like, Santiago said it may get to a point. I mean, we already see people, it's so quick to pull out a gun. So what's next? The the we already actually kind of dealing with somebody else in the group, somebody else's opinion. They like, all right, you know, at yeah, this point, they, they they they're ready to shoot someone. So with the divide that's already there, it's only only gonna get worse. So how exactly. do we stop this? How do we help this? You know. When we talked about like started off talking about time and things like that. That's the type of stuff too that we want to we we said that we want to put our time into. We want to make a difference. So how does that transpire when we have a society that's kind of against evenness? They, they said that <laughs> we we don't want the country to be divided. 
Yes, I do. <laughs> yes. It, division sells. America has been a country for over 200 years, and we have been at war for 91% of the time that we've been a sovereign nation. Look that up. I mean, that's the same thing. Like, there may be, say, for example, like, simple things even with the president, because that's an easy analogy. There's always going to be millions who hate him. There's always going to be millions that were for him. That's a divide. No one's ever going to find any even ground with that. Y'all may not find any even ground with that, but at least can we agree on some things like that? What things can we make better? I may not like somebody, but what things can we make better with the situation? For me, but that's where the the, the common ground it, 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 or the middle ground, it, it, you know, can be strengthened is because people don't like, didn't like Trump being in office and people don't like that Biden's in office now. You know how I feel about Biden, but yeah. um, <laughs> um, I, I, I've seen how, how it goes on both shifts, but instead of people trying to figure out, okay, I, like you said perfectly, like, I don't like this person. I don't like that, but as it stands, this is who is our leader. What can we do to come together and what can we eliminate from our, from, from our um, everyday lives so we're not so divisive? And how do we come together and find a middle ground? Because there's a YouTube channel that's called The Middle Ground and it's people from all types of pro-life, pro-choice, you know, um, Christian versus, uh, you know, homosexuals, um, incels and feminists. Uh, and then it's uh, feminists versus not necessarily incels because that's an extreme part of man, but like the men who just want to be men still. I forgot what that terminology, but regardless, they were all at one point able to find some middle ground where there was agreeance. And what I love about that, 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 that YouTube channel is it showcases that we have the capability to talk to somebody that has a different viewpoint than us. But a lot of us are filled with entirely too much pride. Mm, mm. And pride comes before destruction. We want to say the Bible is fake. We want to say this is not, but like so many standards, like chapter seven, chapter 11, bankruptcy was based biblically. You know, a lot of the Trinity, a lot of stuff that we do is based from a biblically, the numbers are even, you know, five is the number of grace. Six is the number of, I can't remember what six is, seven is the number of completion and eight is the number of new beginnings. If you associate that with different marks within slogans and companies, they utilize those numbers for those same principles. And with pride, pride is what's going to get Derek Chauvin probably declared a mistrial. I don't know if you guys been following, but, and I said this, Javon, you and I talked about this. I said, I'm concerned about what the jury is going to do when they get back home. Because if one of them do some stupid, that's all they're going to need. And what did one of them do? Lied about participating in activism. And then posted the picture on Facebook after the trial. What in the flying, you know what, try not to, why? You want that, clout is one hell of a drug, my guy. I'm telling you, you want that much publicity. Well, you got it. And then you said on your own podcast that um, he said something similar about like how like um, Derek Chauvin needs to be taught a lesson or needs to be found guilty or whatever. And you get selected on the jury. And then after the trial, you post this picture, Black Lives Matter t-shirt, get your knee off my necks. That's all they need. 
they've been looking for and you handed them a mistrial and so here you go bias just dumb yeah and i did see like even with that situation um i also seen that someone like what was watching the media just i'm like man do y'all not see that some things are more important than self what do you mean explain it a little bit uh someone on the jury also um the judge said he wasn't going to make it a big deal essentially um paraphrasing for you all uh but one of the juries was you know they don't supposed to have outside like media they don't supposed to watch the media they oh don't yeah they any- weren't supposed to have any access yeah. to anything yeah, yeah one of the juries actually like was watching the media and all the stuff that was going on mm, okay uh, and it came out during the trial but the judge kind of like oh the judge went off about it but then he kind of let it go so that's another thing when, when we talked about pride and and selfishness like some things are bigger than yourself you know this yeah, was something exactly this was something that you know take your own bias away i know it's hard because it's, we're humans but at times y'all have at times you have to be able to like set that apart and be like okay these are the facts mm-hmm. yeah. so what can i do with the facts you know that that's that is your civil duty as a juror i've never been on a juror before uh, so I can't, you know, I'm speaking from something that I don't have firsthand experience with, but right. I do know enough knowledge about it to yeah. say that, you know, this is a civil duty that you're chosen to do. So at this at this point, take your own bias about that. That's what you're there. You're, you're there to examine the facts, and this just goes beyond the um, the trials that that occur in the civil justice system. Uh, but I'm saying take your own bias apart, break your own bias down at times. Even when you're looking at people, um, it's been times, you know, when you first see someone, you have a, a assumption. When we talk about how you come into society, we all are programmed with something. Our own viewpoints, our own cultures, even to some degree, what we like is programmed by somebody else. When we're growing up, they make decisions for us and they teach us what we like. We eventually figure it out ourselves, but at the same time, is as you develop into the individual you are, start thinking for yourself. Start yeah. thinking the facts. Stop putting everything else on. Oh man, this part, this celebrity said this. They agree with me on this. I'm going to align my viewpoints with them. Have your own mind. And I love that, man. I do because I think that's the problem with a lot of us. We're afraid to really stand by ourselves and you know they say those who stand for nothing fall for anything that's why people are so swayed by the media you said it great the media influences a lot of people but what i notice it only in the influences the people who don't educate themselves past what they're told by the media there's no way in hell that between fox and cnn should be reporting different perspectives on the news and us being okay with it. it the news is supposed to be objective there's no supposed to be no right wing, left wing, but we're okay with that because it's a ratings thing, right? Mm-hmm. So I definitely 100% agree with you. You know, it's really hard to get rid of bias because we all do. I still have them. You know, we all have it, but you got to eliminate that. And it's really hard for us to think for ourselves because a lot of us don't like being alone. Humans weren't made to be alone. No matter what people try to say, they, they weren't. 
So when we're alone with our thought process, it, it, it kind of, it, it sucks for a lot of us. It's hard because a lot of us didn't take the time, you know, or we didn't have the resources available at a point in time. And maybe we didn't do, no, either we didn't do our own due diligence to locate those resources, or maybe we didn't know how to utilize them appropriately. So now we're in a different, you know, mindset of, I need people to agree with me or else there's something wrong with my point. You feel me? Yep. You know, because like in the past, I would be confident in what I say, but not really like completely confident. So I'm asking people, oh, did I do this right? Did I say this right? Meaning, but inside for me, I came from a like a logical, rational place, but also added emotion to it. So you can you can feel whatever emotion I'm trying to portray, portray without me being overly emotional, like hypersensitive to the situation. Mm. But what I had to stop doing was like asking people like, oh, did I do this? And did I do this right? Did I do that right? No, fuck all that. I'm content and confident that the way I went about a situation was the most appropriate way. As long as I eliminated, you know, the motion being the leader factor and I use facts and logic. And with this case, it wasn't used. And what I fear, and don't go rioting, don't go blaming the system, this is our fault. And when I say our fault, society, it is if that trial is declared a mistrial because they have a heavy, heavy case. I don't think you got, you know, for those of you who don't understand, when a juror lies about something and they convict somebody based on something when, it, when it's related, that is a huge, huge thing for the defense. He lied about being... Um, in activism being a part of that. He lied about knowing what the Joe, the Derek Chauvin case was about. He lied about all of that during his um, time when there was jury selection. So he could, so now what that does is, because again, court of public, public opinion doesn't matter. We, they don't care. Um, even though what I saw in multiple cases with the prosecution, they wasted three days talking about three different perspectives of how people felt. I don't care about how you felt. We all felt the same way. We saw the video. I want to know what he did wrong so we can use that in court so we can get this man convicted. Y'all wasting three days talking about what, how people felt. We all know how everybody felt. We all felt the same way. Anybody with a heart or who has empathy felt the same way. So lucky for them, though, they were able to get a conviction. But now the problem lies because the conviction came so fast. It came within hours. And, you know, if it came and they found him not guilty, people would have been biased and said, oh, it's because he's white and because he's a cop and blah, 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 blah. But nobody had a problem when it came back that fast and it came back in the favor that they were, you know, wanting. You feel me? But now the progress that was just made is about to be undone because somebody wanted clout. Wow. And I'm so frustrated. I know you can hear it. I'm so frustrated by that because we can't win for losing. And if that cloud, if that trial is declared a mistrial, I don't want to see none of y'all rioting. I don't want to see y'all, none of y'all up in arms. And, and if you, you can do what you want, but I don't want to see it because that it, it is our fault. We had them and we lost it because we couldn't stick to our own. This is man, I, I'm just, I'm really scared about what's gonna happen with that. I'm, I'm hoping 
it's not enough, but it, it, it's not looking good. Shows, like you just said, for clout, for selfishness, for pride, for to boost the ego that you 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 saying that you did the right thing, but you didn't. We we so often put ourselves in situations that we know that we shouldn't be in. In in this yeah. situation, like you putting yourself, you know, I can't even say that I can support anything like that. It went when I can sometimes be like, all right, I can see why you did that. I I can't. And I, I don't know either. I'm a loss. I'm so lost with that. I, I don't understand it. You you had him. And that's where it comes into like accountability to oneself. We we lack accountability. We always want to hold other people accountable. But what are we doing as a society to hold ourselves accountable? We've gotten to a point where everything is instant gratification. Yeah. Everything is about ego, about your pride. Yeah. Mm. I mean, really, if you, if we're being honest, like everything kind of falls into the seven deadly sins, if you're being honest. It, bruh, that's why I'm saying, people, it, it's right there. The book is right there. It, it's right there. I mean, at this point, you know, you may hear a special episode of us talking about this, our frustration with this at some point. <laughs> but, yeah, good. Because we lost words at this point. I'm really, and I've been trying to follow it, but they did, the news is, see, this is how the news is divisive. So the new, and this is the, 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 the CNN portion that's obviously left wing, they didn't really report on this at all. And I guarantee you, and I want y'all to pay attention, the way that they reported is going to make it seem like the state did something to cause a mistrial because they want to go do not fall for that trick yep educate yourself and formulate your own opinion based on the research that you do i know i get it i'm guilty too it's really easy to just go off what you said and what somebody told you because you don't need to do the research then i understand i mean a lot of us probably use quizlet in college before it really got shut shut down you feel me so I get it. It's easier to just take somebody else's word for it. Don't do that with this situation or with the Micaiah Bright situation. Micaiah Bright, the 16-year-old who lost her life. She was, yep. you know, yep. you know, touching on that as quickly as I can, the community felt that young lady. Bunch of adults sitting there recording them fighting. She was about to stab the girl. And one thing I do want to make people known, who I guess never been to a shooting range or whatever, do I think four shots was excessive? Absolutely. Absolutely. But here's two problems with what, what I've seen. Oh, everybody, well, if she was white, and then they compare Ohio Police Department to Kenosha was Police Department. Well, this guy got to walk around with ours. Y'all comparing two different states two different SOPs, two different. And that's why a lot of people who there's people who are racist and who would say whatever they want to. But that's why people who are like questioning things are are always very careful about choosing that side because they're like, but they're not even in the same department. They're not the same police officers. They're not even in the same state. And you guys are trying to compare them. Yeah. yeah. 
you can't really do that because like i don't know everything about policing i don't i'm not gonna sit there and act like i do but i've i've did ride-alongs because at a point in time i was looking for jobs and i can tell you right now different police department has different sops what is sops for people oh, that don't standard, know? oh yeah standard operation and procedure yeah. or roe rules of engagement engagements engagement but if you you could be in the same state um and you can be in a city that may be right across the street from you and they're gonna have some different rules different yeah. training policies and that's all you're saying <laughs> yeah that's all i'm saying it is different but the other issue i saw so that was the first thing is people trying to compare the two you can't because the police aren't under a federal thing they Mm. each city does their own thing whether it's right or wrong you can tell by just the amount of shootings that happen i mean i think new jersey went a full year without police mm. having to fire their weapons so whatever they're doing is correct then new york is right across which is crazy and, but then you got new york right it, exactly my point you can't you you sound very uneducated when you're comparing a somewhere in the mid somewhere in wisconsin to somewhere in ohio It, you wouldn't compare if somebody was like, well, in Japan, this is what they do. People in America be looking at you just in Japan. So that was the first Not thing. Not at all. Yeah. The, 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 second, the second thing that I saw uh, um, was a lot of people saying he should have tased her. Here's the thing with that. And, and I want you guys to be honest. I want you to eliminate what the media has done. And I'm not saying that there's a lot of situations in which minorities are not ridiculed because it's the complete opposite of what I'm saying. I don't believe that this was one of those situations. We can have all the assumptions in the world, but until this guy's police record has come back, until his arrest record has come back, any misconduct has come back, we only can go off of what we saw in that clip. Now, the news, again, this is why the news is divisive. They deleted that video that showed that girl about to stab the girl in the neck. Now, I want, I want you guys just to answer this question yourself. If you're coming into your house and your loved one is about to be stabbed and there's a taser and there's a pistol, which one are you going to graph? I want you to just answer that question yourself. If your daughter or son is in the home and somebody is about to stab them in the neck, which one are you going to graph? Just ask yourself that and be honest. The other thing, and the last thing I saw with that, I want to get people, and this is what I want people, I'm not saying my perspective is correct. I'm just opening you up to a new perspective so you can formulate a different opinion and come to a better understanding for your own self. A lot of y'all saying, oh, he should have shot her in the leg. A couple problems with that. There's major arteries in the leg. She still could have suffered the same fate. Yep. The other thing is there is no way. I've been to multiple shooting range. I've been to uh, 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 sniper ranges. I've been to handgun ranges and ranges for you know assault rifles, M16s and stuff. So military and civilian ranges. Now, one range that I've been to, do they say aim for the leg? It's yeah. precision shooting. You aim center mass every time. The people now, the, the events that fall with people chanting blue light matter and stuff, I get it. I, that was super unnecessary. 
But again, I'm waiting to see what comes back of who this police was, what he does, and why he thought that was appropriate action. But the girl was about to get stabbed. The girl in the pink was about to get stabbed. And you had several adults recording this altercation that could have stopped the situation. You know, they say it takes a village to raise a child. That village failed her. She, 16-year-old child, should not have suffered that fate. You know, once the evidence come out, if it comes that there was a super supreme excessive use of force, he needs to suffer the same fate. He needs to go to jail. But again, it goes back to like we were just saying, it's all about the facts. Can't, you know, it's easy just to jump off emotions and jump off um, how you feeling in the moment. But I always want to encourage you all to continue to evaluate every situation as if you know nothing you know you may have just heard what happened but you still know nothing because we we weren't there you know it's there is body cams or things like that but that type of stuff takes time to process i mean for good and bad reasons i would say so <laughs> yeah yeah i think now some actually have it to where as soon as it's turned off the recording is sent to like a um like a server okay i can't believe i I know that that was a problem in the past what you're saying i can't say every department has that either but that's Mm -hmm. a great point you mentioned it's footage being quote unquote deleted right because i know and there's some departments that still don't even have the stuff yet like body cam so yeah you never know again that goes back to each policy procedure rules of engagement etc even you know in a police department there's different personalities there's different people there's good and bad and everywhere yeah. you know even in friend groups that are not even police related you you notice that some of your friends are totally different than you y'all have different opinions if you hang out with the same people all the time that have the same like-mindedness you're not growing yeah you grow from being uncomfortable and being uncomfortable sometimes it's scary i get it it's scary. I don't like being uncomfortable. As somebody who's naturally competitive, somebody who likes being a, a subject matter expert, uh, not everything he does, but just, you know, some key things. I hate being the new, the quote unquote newbie. Mm, mm. You know, I struggle with that. And have I've given up on stuff because it's taken me longer to learn? Yes, but that wasn't the right attitude to have. You know, even with some things that I've done now, it's been taking a long time and I could have just given up because that would have been an easy route. But I'm realizing that, you know, I really need to put effort because everything isn't going to become easy to me. I don't know if you ex- you've experienced that, but I do know that you try to educate yourself on different things before necessarily having a concrete opinion. And one thing I noticed about you, Javon, too, is, you know, or just about the friend group as all well, between us three is obviously we realize we're not right about everything and our opinions change based on information sometimes that are given by each other or sometimes that we find our own, but we do, I believe a really good job of chain of objective as possible until we can formulate whatever our opinion. If we have enough evidence for ourselves to be like, this is what I believe until something else is said, we stick, we, we stick on that. And I really do admire that about yourself, Craig Mack and a few other people that I know. Yeah, I think that's hard because like you just said, it, it requires it requires each person to be able to look at yourself and say like, I'm not always right. (laughs) 
And once you get to that understanding of yourself that yeah. you're that you're wrong a lot of the times too, and that's where it comes into like you said, like earlier, it's all about fact based. You kind of got to take your emotions off. We all have rough days, and sometimes your emotion is going to come out. I can't mm-hmm. tell you that your emotions yeah. going to come out with your friends, your loved ones, your significant other, whoever. But try to stick to the facts when it comes to things, especially when you post and stuff online, or when you when you go into quote unquote argue with the public there's people that i see and i'm just like this is the stupidest argument like (laughs) have they read what they wrote (laughs) yeah you you, because you're in your emotions you not proofreading and stuff not making sense and everything like that so you know as we as we close out you know i want you all to you know continue to listen to our some more old episodes i want you to continue to Evaluate yourself, evaluate your time, your energy, evaluate the people that you surround yourself with. You know, we've, like we said, this doesn't mean it's goodbye. Doesn't mean that you won't ever hear from us again. You know, we just see y'all soon. Yeah. And me, uh, you know, not gonna touch too much. He, he hit a bit, he hit it well. You know, we'll, we'll, we might come, come back, he might not. We just have some other endeavors we we need to you know dedicate some of our time to um you y'all free real we'll keep the ig page up we'll keep the email account active so feel free to you know reach out feel free to comment as well on this episode and you know uh javon real quick if we had like five minutes you know let's just <laughs> encourage people encourage me not to be so toxic uh moving forward you know because your boy kind of toxic when it comes to some relationships, as you may know. So Yeah, I mean, at this point, I'm just going to say that we all toxic. <laughs> yeah, kidding. But uh, like, but on a serious note, as you, as each one of us, um, you'll hear in the episodes, you don't hear some toxic stuff, but there's a lot of things outside of this that y'all don't hear that we have that we got to check each other on. <laughs> um, there's some things that I'd be doing that uh, I'm just gonna say some F boy stuff, some stuff that makes me look bad from friendships to relationships to anything, you know, and that same thing with, I don't know Santiago saying, Santiago can be very outspoken. He can put himself in situations where he, he gotta reevaluate what he was talking about and be like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, bro, you absolutely right because you know, one of my friends, she she told me she she she's somebody who you know is very close to been friends for close to twenty years, and she was just like, "Yo, like you toxic, but not." She's like, "Not super toxic, but you." She told me verbatim, "You have a real smart ass mouth to be dating the type of woman that you be liking to date." Because mm, mm. you you know the type of woman I end up usually get one very like strong willed, you know, very very you know very independent. Powerful very prideful and that's a whole separate in itself but very uh very sure of themselves in certain ways so like you know we we definitely get into verbal altercations but what always used to get them and she's told me this too was the way i'm talking is how i always talk so it's like i don't care but it's like i'm not gonna allow you to get me in my emotions like i'm gonna say what i gotta say and you can scream and yell and throw waffle makers and stuff at me, but I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about, bro. But I'm not about to yell back at you. I don't know. For me, it's just 
you know, I get assertive, but I never yell. But, you know, it's just all little toxic things because I'm always going to be an outspoken individual. I'm never going to change that about myself. It's just who I am. It's who God created me to be. It's just knowing when and when not to do that and how to do it, working on that aspect of, you know, how. Because I can take care of myself in several different ways if needed. But, you know, it all always doesn't come to that. You know, with me approaching 30, it's definitely be more tactful about some of the situations. Um, so that's definitely something that I'm, li- I'm looking to improve in myself and going to like therapy for different things because apparently there's childhood trauma that's buried deep, deep, deep down in there. That, But, you know, I just encourage anybody who, you know, is going through different things. Therapy is cool. It's expensive. So if you got a job, have them pay for it, the EAP program. And for those of you who don't know, employee assistance program, most corporations have that. Most um, so take a look at that. If not, try to work out some with your therapist, counselor, whatever. It's okay if you don't like the therapist that you saw. You can see multiple until you have somebody that you're comfortable with. And also reading, um, getting in your word, whatever spirituality looks for you. For me, it's reading the Bible and praying to God. That's what works for me. Uh, and, um, you know, just be really being read about some of the toxic behavior that you want to improve on. You know, affirmations is something that I thought was a hippie thing and people who worship stones and crystals, but it's really not. Affirmations are great. So I definitely encourage people to do that as well. It doesn't have to be no long drawn out thing. Just look at yourself in the mirror and say some few nice things about yourself. What they say, God's still working on him. Yeah, uh, yeah, God's God's still, he got plans for me though. He got big plans, I know for sure. Still working on his toxic behavior. (laughs) But I got some toxic behavior because I like dating women who... I, I just have a type. I know I do. You know, it's, and it's okay to have a type. You know what I mean? Like, I, shoot, I got a type as well. So I'm learning a lot about myself. Like I said, I don't know. Like sometimes I'm like, how how did you get? How did you get like this, boy? <laughs> are you saying that for you, or are you asking me? Both, both, both. Like I'm like myself. I'll be like, how'd you get like this? And then even when I'm talking to you, it's been times where I'm like. Man, what is you talking about, man? Bro, I'll be feeling the same way about you, but I I can't like it's not even from a place of like being mad. It's like, yo, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's- what what happened to you that you just so just nonchalant when something like this happens? <laughs> yeah. But I get it. You know, you know who the type of good for you is. You know, I date a lot of Latina yeah. women, so you know a lot of them have a very you know certain way of carrying themselves. Not necessarily negative. It's just a certain way of character yourself. Me, I have a smart ass mouth. So sometimes I say some stuff that probably shouldn't say, but it's because I'm toxic. And sometimes I like, you know, I like when they be switching between English and Espanol when they cussing me out. Sometimes it's good toxic, sometimes it's bad. Yeah, sometimes it's good trouble, sometimes it's bad trouble. You know, you just gotta flirt with that line. Sometimes I flirt with a little too much, but God working on me. God, God, God working on me because he got plans for myself. He got plans for Javon, Craig Mag, and all of y'all. So, you know, just, you know, keep keep the faith. I know with this pandemic, it's hurt a lot of people. Um, so just keep the faith, keep, keep moving forward, pre- keep progressing. And, you know, we love y'all. Remember that we, regardless if we hear or not, we always love y'all. We're always thinking of y'all. We, we're praying for everyone. We're thinking of everyone every time that, you know, we wake up in the morning and go to sleep, you know. I'm speaking for all three of us, even though Craig would be like, nah, bruh, <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but in all seriousness, like he was saying, um, you know, during this time of pandemic, it's been a rough time for a lot of different people. And now that we're transitioning 
understand that you're going to go through a lot of different social norms again. You're, yeah. Look at some of the positive into it. I know that some people have lost their jobs and different things like that, but I feel like this pandemic has very much uh, taught people to look at themselves and, and trust themselves in different ways than they ever thought they would. I mean, I've seen some people who didn't have as much belief in themselves, but when they lost their jobs, they did everything they can and they end up becoming stronger. So yeah. look at some positives that you've learned, um, you develop in different ways. It's going to be some negatives, but everything in life is going to prepare you for something greater, you know, regardless of 100%. where you are. Uh, and that's what most of life challenge it is to prepare you for some greater. So that's awesome. That's awesome. Again, we love y'all. Um, don't be toxic or be toxic. Hasta luego. Hey, I see. My guy. Hasta pronto. Um, peace. All right.